I'm so sick and tired of feeling sick and tired all the time. It's a comment I hear a lot because, frankly, most of us are going through life not feeling all that great. Not so sick and debilitated that we can't actually function, but sick and tired enough to affect the quality of our lives or to prevent us from doing all those things we'd really like to if we had more energy. That's why in today's episode, I'm going to tackle this issue head on and talk about why so many of us just don't feel good a lot of the time and what we can actually do about it. Welcome to the Ditch the Carbs podcast brought to you by Thinlicious. I'm your host, Ruth Sukup, and here we'll talk about everything from the science of weight loss and metabolic flexibility to practical tips for making your health a priority in the midst of a very busy life. It's the perfect blend of insightful education, practical application, and good old-fashioned motivation. So buckle up, friend, because it's about to get real. Hey there, and welcome back to the Ditch the Carbs podcast. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ruth Sukup, and I am the founder of Thinlicious and the creator of the Thin Adapted System, as well as the New York Times bestselling author of a bunch of different books, as well as what I would call a health enthusiast. Because after struggling with my own weight and my health for a very long time, literally years, I finally decided to start doing my own research to figure out the underlying reasons for why I was gaining weight in the first place and how I could do things differently. And honestly, what I discovered when I started doing the research, it shocked me because I found out that so much of what we've all been told our entire lives about health and about what's healthy and what's not healthy and basically all the standard advice for losing weight, it's basically just flat out wrong. And so I started to get pretty obsessed about diving into the science of weight loss and delving into real research, all those scientific studies to find out the truth. And ultimately, that's how I ended up creating the Thin Adapted System, which is the same system that I use to lose 40 pounds and keep it off and the system that has now helped thousands of women to do the same. And before we dive into the topic of the day, which is unpacking all those reasons why you just don't feel good a lot of the time, what's actually causing you to feel so crappy and what you can actually do about it, I just want to say that if you are new here and you're listening for the first time and you want to know and understand more, then I have an amazing gift for you. We have put together a brand new super in-depth on-demand video training called How to Lose Weight and Get Healthy for Life Without Dieting Drugs or Making Yourself Miserable. (laughs) It's pretty straightforward, but basically it explains why so much of the standard advice you've been trying to follow is totally wrong and what you can do instead. And I'm telling you, it is very eye-opening. And if this is an area of your life where you have been struggling it will be super helpful for you. It is worth your time. And not only that, you can watch it for absolutely free. It is just my gift to you for being a listener of this podcast. All you have to do to access it 
is go to thinlicious.com slash video. So once again, the URL for that training is thinlicious.com slash video. But like I said, today I want to talk specifically about some of the big reasons why so many of us are walking around feeling sick and tired so much of the time and what we can actually do about it. Because honestly, it's it's something that I hear people say all the time. Things like, oh, I just don't feel good. Or, oh, I'm so tired all the time. Or, I just wish I had more energy. Or, I'm just sick and tired of feeling sick and tired all the time. And maybe you have said those exact same things. Because I know for a very long time, those are things that I would say too. Because even though I struggled with my weight for a long time, it wasn't like I was 100 pounds overweight, right? I wasn't morbidly obese. I could still function. I still went to the gym. I still ran a business. I was still a mom. I still socialized. I was still living my life. I think that I just sort of got used to not always feeling great while I was doing those things. And I think I just started to feel like feeling totally drained all the time and having my joints hurt and feeling bloated and gassy and having dark circles under my eyes. Like all of that was just normal, right? I mean, doesn't everybody feel this way? Isn't that just part of getting old? And the reality is that so many of us do feel this way so much of the time that we think it's normal. We think it's no big deal. We get so used to feeling sick and tired all the time that we think this is just the way things are or the way things have to be for us. And sometimes I think about that, you know, like what would happen if you were totally normal and healthy and you had tons of energy, right? You were just running on all cylinders all the time. And then one morning you just woke up and suddenly found yourself 50 pounds overweight and in all this pain with no energy and you were feeling bloated and lethargic and inflamed. If all of a sudden you had indigestion and heartburn and all these things that you've just kind of gotten used to living with, you'd be like, what the heck is going on here, right? You'd think you were dying and you'd sure as hell be ready to do something about it. You would head straight for the doctor to find out what was wrong with you because it would be such a shocking feeling, right? Going from feeling great all the time to all of the sudden feeling like crap. But that is not how it happens for us. It happens so slowly over so many years, just gradually feeling worse and worse and worse to the point where we notice it, but we also just sort of resign ourselves to thinking that that's the way things are. It's like that analogy of the frog in the pan, right? You've all heard that one. You put a frog in a pan of water that's just at room temperature, and then you turn on the heat, and that frog will just sit there, and the water will get warmer and warmer and warmer, but he won't jump out because it's happening so, so slowly, and He's just adapting and getting used to it. And then before you know it, the water is boiling and the frog just sat there letting himself get cooked to death because he never realized that he was in danger. And that's our bodies. We are killing ourselves slowly over time and ignoring all the warning signs because we keep telling ourselves it's not that bad or we just get used to not feeling good and we think it's normal, but it's not normal. It's not normal. And that's what I want. If you come out of one thing with this episode, I want you to realize that however you're feeling right now, if you are not 
feeling your best, if you feel tired and lethargic all the time, if you have those dark circles under the eyes, if you have bloating and digestion and inflammation and all these things that you've just been dealing with, aches and pains, it's not normal. And here's what else I'll say. Just I'm going off on a tangent, so you're going to have to bear with me. But if you're feeling this way, if you have gotten used to feeling sick and tired, you are allowing your life to be stolen from you one little tiny piece at a time. And it does not have to be that way. There is a better way. There is a way to feel good again. There is a way to have more energy than you even know what to do with. So let's talk about that. But before we dive into what's really happening, basically what's at the root cause of feeling this way, (laughs) the way that we do right now, and what we can actually do about it, I think it's important to kind of start by identifying and getting clear about all the ways we don't actually feel that good. And some of the things that might actually be happening in your body that you've gotten so used to that you're not even necessarily giving it a lot of thought. Because the reality is that there are lots of different ways that this manifests in our life. So the first is low energy, right? Low energy and chronic fatigue. And I would say that this is probably one of the biggest things that I hear that I hear people talking about, right? Women that I talk to just on my, like women in my friend group, women at church, women in my program, right? Women feeling like they just don't have any energy, even after a good night's sleep. And yes, sometimes this lack of energy, right? This chronic fatigue is due to not getting enough sleep or rest, but it's often due to other issues that are happening in your body, just things that are making making you tired no matter how much rest you're getting. And it's, you know, a lot of times it's you're not operating as efficiently as you should be. And so it just takes more energy to do the basic things like get out of bed in the morning or take a walk around the block. Things that used to be easy are taking a lot out of us. And again, a lot of times the energy drain happens slowly. So we don't always notice it just over time, over time, slower, slowly and slowly and slowly, we have less and less and less energy or we blame it on our kids or we blame it on work or we blame it on stress, right? But this low energy and chronic fatigue that's happening. The second way that a lot of times we don't feel good is just struggling with our weight, right? And honestly, this is something that most of us, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're listening to it because this is an issue. And so that's usually kind of the first thing that we think about when we're trying to figure out why we don't feel good, because often that's the thing that we focus on and that we look at is it's the most visible sign that something might be going on with our body. If we've gained a bunch of weight or can't seem to lose it and I think when you're struggling with your weight for a long time, it's really easy to get discouraged because it feels like no matter what you do, nothing is working. And because you're trying all these things that we're always told you need to be doing, we start to believe that the problem was with us and not necessarily with how your body is functioning as a whole. But the reality is that it's all it's all related. And the weight gain is just a symptom of a bigger problem, right? It's a bigger, it's a bigger issue that's going on. Another big way that this not feeling good tends to manifest is when 
that we don't even always notice because again, it's creeping up on us so gradually, but that is just brain fog and a lack of focus, feeling like you can't concentrate like you used to be able to. You're not as focused as you used to be able to. You can't remember things the way that you used to, to, or maybe you're just not as sharp as you used to be, right? You're just that kind of general feeling that you're not at your best, sort of mentally speaking. (laughs) And then, of course, there are the digestive issues, right, that start to come on, things like bloating and gas and constipation. And these can be kind of embarrassing, so we don't always like to talk about all of those things, but they're so common, right? So many of us are silently suffering from all of these different digestive issues. And even though we are silently suffering and there's so many of us that are suffering, common doesn't mean that it's normal. And yet, we've normalized it, right? So we just keep taking that Miralax or that Gas-X or the antacids or whatever, right? We just keep taking all this stuff, hoping that it's going to go away. And I mean, the antacids bring up this, the next issue, which is heartburn and acid reflux. We're basically popping antacids like candy and thinking it's no big deal. But the truth is that heartburn is not normal either. And it is actually a sign of some sort of underlying health issue that needs to be addressed. You should not be having to pop antacids like candy. And if you are, that is not a good sign. That means something is wrong and something is happening. Um, Another big issue that's super common, right, that contributes to or that uh, maybe a sign that we start to notice is that we've got food allergies and food sensitivities, right? A lot of times we'll start to find that Foods that we used to be able to eat without any problems suddenly are, you know, causing issues or making us go to the bathroom or we just get sick after eating them. Or even we find ourselves avoiding certain foods because we can't, we just don't feel good when we eat them or we don't avoid them. And then we have to deal with the consequences. But it's kind of this ongoing issue of just not being able to eat the same things that you used to be able to eat. And then last but not least of these kind of signs that something is wrong and things, things the way that it manifests this not feeling good is with a lot of joint pain and inflammation. And so many of us are struggling with this, right? It's And it's a lot of times we're just attributing it to getting older and just, oh, must those aches and pains must just be part of getting older. And it's hard to move around when our joints are aching and inflamed. And it makes everything else more difficult because we have less energy and we're in pain and just overall feeling run down, right? And all of this is happening. And honestly, I could probably keep going down the list with so many other common ailments that so many of us have just learned to live with. Things that we think are just part of getting older and part of being living in a stressful world, right? Getting sick all the time and struggling with our immune system, depression and anxiety, skin issues, and so many other things. But my point here is that even though we've normalized all these things and we think that it's just kind of the way things are, None of these things are are normal. There is a root cause for all of these issues, and there actually is something that we can do about it. There is hope. You do not have to feel this way. You do not have to walk around feeling sick and tired all the time. So let's talk about 
the root causes. <laughs> the root causes to almost all that ails it, ails us. Um, because the reality is that if I had to distill it down to the absolute simplest explanation of what's actually happening within our body, there are almost always three root causes to almost everything that's happening in our body. That really, like, I don't know if you know this about me, if you've been around, if you've been in my other programs, like my kind of random superpower is being able to take huge amounts of information and distill it down into the simplest conclusions, right? The simplest explanations and a step-by-step process. That's what I've done in all my businesses all this time. And I think that at like the more that I study this stuff, the more research that I do, the more information I consume, and I am like such a voracious reader and consumer of all things health-related. I'm constantly reading. I'm constantly looking at studies. I'm constantly just going, how can I know more? How can I learn more? How am I, what am I going to talk about on the podcast? And how can I help my clients better? How can I make this more effective? And I think what keeps coming back to me is that if I have to distill it down to the simplest thing, right? It all comes down to three root causes that have caused almost all of our modern health issues. And so if you don't feel good, if you are walking around feeling sick and tired, there are three potential causes. They're probably all happening and they're all working together. So the first of these is insulin resistance, right? Insulin resistance and blood sugar imbalances. And a lot of a lot of times we don't even realize this is happening in our body because it's this very invisible problem, right? We can't see it. We don't know that it's there. A lot of people have never even heard of insulin resistance. If you've listened to this podcast before, you probably have because we talk about it a lot. But the truth is that as we get older and our hormones start to change, it's really easy for us to become insulin resistant. And, and because of the standard American diet, right? That's what's happening is it's causing this. And what insulin resistance really means is that your cells are not responding properly to insulin. And as a result, they're not able to take in the glucose from your bloodstream. So you start producing more insulin. And when your insulin levels are elevated, then your body can't burn fat. It's, it's teaching it at any time your insulin levels are are elevated. That's the signal to your body to cling to fat, right? To hold on to fat. And so that's what's happening in your body. And it's it it's basically all caused by the standard American diet. All this crap, highly processed food and refined sugars that we are eating all day long has directly caused this crisis of insulin resistance in our society. And make no mistake, it is a crisis. Insulin resistance is more than just common. It is basically an epidemic that nobody is talking about. And this just makes me crazy that it's so common and yet nobody's heard of it and nobody knows about it. It's estimated right now in the United States that as many of as 85% of adults in the United States have some form of insulin resistance. 85%. And maybe that makes it sound less scary like it's no big deal if it's that common. Like maybe, well, if everybody has it and it, and we've all got it and nobody's talking about it, then it must not be a big deal. If so many people are struggling, why why aren't we all talking about this? <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to avoid going down any super big conspiracy theory rabbit holes, but 
I, I have a hard time not doing that because let's be real. There are a lot of food and drug companies out there who are making a lot of money by keeping you fat and sick and addicted to processed foods and sugars and carbohydrates. There is a lot of money to be made in insulin resistance. And this is not just me being a conspiracy theorist about this. This is actually proven documented fact that so much, you know, and I talk a lot on this podcast about the misinformation and the way that we've been lied to by the weight loss and diet industry. And and there was a study in the 50s that was literally funded by the food companies, right? By the, the cereal companies. And it was funded to tell people that to blame heart disease on fat, right? To blame heart disease on fat and cholesterol. It was funded under the table, and this is all documented, that it was funded by the carbohydrate companies, right? The ones that are making all these carbohydrates. They wanted people to think that fat is bad. They wanted people to think that cholesterol was bad so that what would happen? People would eat more heart-healthy carbohydrates. And that's exactly what happened. And so the study was funded. It was a it was a BS study. It's been completely debunked a million times over ever since then. And yet that is still what they teach in medical school. That is still what the American Heart Association goes by. That is still what the American Diabetes Association goes by. This study that has been proven many times over to be completely wrong, completely false, completely corrupt and funded by the food companies. And yet that's what we're teaching. That's why we keep hearing all these things that we keep hearing. Calories in, calories out, right? All that stuff is happening. And so, yeah, I probably do sound like a conspiracy theorist right now, but it's not a conspiracy if it's actually proven to be true. There is a lot of money to be made in insulin resistance. The food companies that are creating these high carbohydrate foods don't want us to know about what's causing it. And so insulin resistance is a big deal and it continues to be a big deal because our society continues to just eat all this sugar and all these carbohydrates. And this is why it's a big deal because when your cells are resistant to insulin, they can't take in that glucose from your bloodstream. And this forces your body to release even more insulin into your system. And that is what causes weight gain and so many other issues like fatigue and brain fog and digestive problems and heartburn. And it also directly contributes to another very common condition that's known as leaky gut syndrome, which really is the second big root cause of most of our health problems. So let's talk about leaky gut syndrome and what that actually means. So basically, leaky gut syndrome means that your digestive system is no longer functioning properly. Your intestines are supposed to protect you from toxins and bad bacteria in the food that you eat by creating a barrier between what enters your body and what doesn't enter your body. But when that barrier becomes weakened weakened or leaky, basically there's little holes in the lining of your gut, it causes all sorts of problems because then the things like toxins and bacteria and all the other stuff that's supposed to stay out of your body can actually get into your body. And so this in turn leads to all kinds of issues like inflammation and bloating and gas and allergies and food sensitivities And it can also lead to more serious things like autoimmune disease and even cancer. And because of the the connection between your gut and your brain, 
It also leads to things like anxiety and depression and migraines. And that's all pretty scary, right? And we should be terrified because it's a big deal. It's literally affecting everything else in your body. It's such a huge deal. And I I think I've talked about this before, but my friends basically have turned me talking about gut health into a drinking game. Every time I mention gut health, they're like, oh, got to take a drink. Even if they're not drinking, they got to take a drink. Because I do talk about it all the time. I am obsessed, obsessed with gut health because it is a big deal. It is literally, literally affecting everything else that we do. And yet we're all walking around like, oh, no big deal. I got holes in my gut and I feel like crap most of the time. But hey, whatever, man. Right? Like what is wrong with us? Why are we not waking up and going This is not okay. And when I say all, I really do mean all. We are all or almost all walking around. Leaky gut syndrome is so common that it is currently estimated to affect 90% of the population. 90, 9 out of 10 people are walking around with holes in their gut acting like it's no big deal. And that means that if you're listening to this, it's almost guaranteed that you have some form of leaky gut unless you are a unicorn with magical healing properties, right? Because that's basically everyone. And yet nobody's doing anything about it. And it's so crazy to me because what we're talking about here is not some mystery disease with no cure. It is reversible. It is fixable. It doesn't have to be something that we just choose to live with and suffer all these huge amount of consequences, right? We don't have to live this way, but we all are. Uh, And and that's what just makes me crazy. But I'm probably getting a little ahead of myself because there is a third that root cause of our health issues that is especially prevalent for women, especially women of a certain age. And you guessed it, that is our hormones, right? All those hormones hormonal imbalances that start happening as we get older and closer to menopause or in menopause or postmenopausal because hormones are a really big deal. And not only that, our hormones are all so intertwined and interconnected with all the other systems in our bodies, which means that if one particular hormone is out of whack, the dominoes start falling and they all get over whack, get out of whack. And it's so easy for us to get out of balance as we get older, especially if we're going through significant hormonal changes like menopause or having a baby, right? Those are huge hormonal episodes that happen in our life. But also because life and lifestyle affects our hormones in other ways as well. Stress is a huge thing that contributes to our hormones, right? Lack of sleep, poor diet, over-exercising, all of those things have a big effect on our hormones as well. Because if you have high stress, you're going to have high cortisol, and cortisol is a hormone. Or maybe you've been diagnosed with hypothyroidism, which means your thyroid is not producing enough of your thyroid hormone. And it is an incredible, incredibly common condition, right? Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is the main cause of hypothyroidism, and that is throwing all of your hormones out of whack. Or maybe you have PCOS, also incredibly common, which means you have too much of the male hormone testosterone in relation to the other female hormones. And on top of that, if you're part of the 80 plus percent of the population with insulin resistance, you've also got that working against you because, wait for it, 
insulin is a hormone. It's all related. It's all interconnected. And somehow, again, we've totally normalized this in our society, right? Like, oh, I'm menopausal. So my hormones are supposed to be all out of whack and make me feel like crap. And basically like I'm a crazy person. But even though it's so common for so many of us, it's not actually normal. And you do not have to live like this forever. Because all of these root issues, the insulin resistance, the leaky gut syndrome, and the hormonal imbalance, all of them are 100% treatable. And in almost all cases, 100% reversible or at least manageable, as in curable, fixable, as in you don't have to live this way. There is a way to fix it all. And what that really means when you think about it is that if you're not addressing these root causes, you're basically just accepting this idea that this is somehow normal and just the way things are. And you are choosing to feel like crap. You are choosing to be sick and tired. You are choosing to live this way because Like I said, there's actually a way to completely reverse almost all of it. And if not completely reverse, then to greatly reduce the symptoms to the point where you feel normal. So let's talk about that. How to start feeling better. So obviously, if the root cause of all of these health issues that we're dealing with, all of these things that are basically contributing to making us feel like crap all of the time and feeling sick and tired and achy and worn down, whether it's the chronic fatigue or the inflammation or the digestive issues or the brain fog or the anxiety, all of it. If the root cause comes down to these three things, insulin resistance, leaky gut, and hormonal imbalance, then it would stand to reason that the way to fix it and the way to start feeling better is to actually heal the insulin resistance, and the leaky gut, and the hormonal imbalance, right? I mean, what a completely obvious solution that is. Doesn't that feel obvious? Like it feels, as you talk about it, as you talk through it, it's like, well, yeah, that's what you got to do. If the root cause of all these things that are making me feel like crap is just to heal the insulin resistance and heal the leaky gut and and fix the hormonal imbalance, then that's what I should focus on. And yet, That is not what we do, not at all. And think about it, because this is the part that's super crazy to me. If Because what happens? If you're dealing with heartburn and acid reflux, do you think, oh, well, this is insulin resistance, obviously, and I, I need to find a way to fix that. Nope, you don't do that. You start taking antacids. Or if you're dealing with pain and inflammation, do you think, oh, this is probably caused by my leaky gut, so I should figure out how to heal that. Maybe eat some sauerkraut. Nope. You start popping Advil like they're candy. Or if you're feeling depressed or anxious, you take an antidepressant or anti-anxiety medication. If you're diagnosed with hypothyroidism for low thyroid, your doctor puts you on Synthroid. If you've got high cholesterol, you get put on statins. If you've got digestive issues, you get anti-diarrheals or laxatives. And the thing is, all of those things are temporary fixes, band-aids, if you will. They don't actually solve the underlying root cause issue, which is what we were just talking about, right? The insulin resistance, the leaky gut syndrome, and the hormonal imbalances. And what's worse is that all of those medications have side effects, and some of them are very serious side effects, and none of them 
even address the actual root cause of what's occurring in our bodies. In fact, in some cases, many cases, the very medication that's masking the issue is actually making the underlying issue much worse, much worse. And that is insane to me that we would just accept this as normal when it is so obviously not normal and there is an answer. There is a way to fix it all. And the answer is not drugs or medication. The answer is actually very simple. It just takes dedication and work and effort, which most of us are frankly not used to doing when it comes to our health. We're used to taking the easy way out. We're used to looking for that quick fix or the easy answer. And that's why most of us don't even know that this solution exists, but it does exist. And like I said, it's not complicated. It just takes work. So what do you need to do? Well, you need to start by healing your insulin resistance and your leaky gut. It's not rocket science. It's just a matter of eating the right foods, avoiding carbohydrates and sugar, avoiding heavily processed foods and seed oils, and then making sure that you're loading up on nutrient-dense proteins and lots of healthy fats and probiotic-rich foods. You heal your gut and reverse your insulin resistance and your hormones will fall in line because it's all connected. And that's literally it. You guys, that is the solution to feeling better. That is the answer. Change what you eat. And honestly, the more I talk about this and the more I research this and the more I dive into all the reasons that we feel so sick and exhausted all the time, the more I just want to shout it from the rooftops. (laughs) You can probably hear it in my voice, right? I'm like so passionate about this because there is a solution to this madness and it is not all this medication that's ultimately just making us feel worse. Because let me tell you, when you finally apply this to your life, it is amazing how good you can feel. The energy, the vibrancy, the aging in the reverse that happens when your skin suddenly gets clearer and you don't have those dark circles under your eyes and the excess weight just starts to fall off because you're fueling your body the right way. Again, I want to shout it from the rooftops. There is a better way to live. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, that's honestly why I started this podcast and why I created Thinlicious and created the Thin Adapted System. I needed, I let's be real, I needed another business. Like I needed a hole in my head. (laughs) And my husband will be the first one to tell you that. But I couldn't not share this. I couldn't stop talking about it because it is too good. It is too important. It is too life-changing. Our health is at the center of everything else that we do. And so if you don't fix this, if you don't address these root causes, you're missing out on so much of life. Again, your life is being stolen from you. And it's big, guys. It's big. And I said this at the beginning, but I'll say it again, too. If you want to understand more about this, and more about the science behind it and how it all works and how we've literally been lied to by everyone for the past 100 years and what you can actually do about it and how you can go heal your body from the inside out, then please take the time to go watch that free training that I put together. Again, it's called How to Lose Weight and Get Healthy for Life Without Dieting, Drugs, or Making Yourself Miserable. And it is totally free. You just go to thinlicious.com slash video to watch it. Again, that's thinlicious.com slash video. Super simple. I made this video because 
I felt like it, it it needs to be said, right? It needs to be said. And the more that we say it and the more that we can share it and the more that we can tell people, the, the bigger difference we can make in lives because we don't, none of us have to live this way. And so friends, that is all I have for you today. I know I'm a little over time, but I hope at least I gave you some good food for thought about what could be happening with your body right now and why if you're just not feeling good a lot of the time, what you could do to start changing that. And I will say this too, if this was helpful to you or eye-opening or whatever, or and there's somebody in your life who you think could benefit from hearing this, if you have anybody in your life who's like, oh, I just feel tired all the time. I'm so exhausted or I just I don't feel good, please share it with them. I really do think that we can change the world by helping people transform their health. And so I am so committed to doing everything in my power to spread the word. And I hope that you will too. Send them a link in a text, share it on social, share it by email, wherever, but don't keep it to yourself. This is too big. Then be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you like to listen so that you can always be notified of new episodes. And speaking of new episodes, I will be back this Thursday with another bonus success story, one that I am very excited about. Our client, Debbie, has lost almost 100 pounds and she has completely transformed her health, doing exactly what I was just talking about. It's so inspiring. Her story is so inspiring. She's awesome. So definitely don't miss that. In the meantime, go watch that new video at thinlicious.com slash video. And I will see you back here very soon.